1: I was watching, by the way, uh, or reading in the paper, I guess it was today, that uh, they've broken it down, a graphic depiction of where heavy marijuana use happens, you know, by postal code, and it's uh, right here in the heart of downtown Toronto and the Annex and Liberty Village. Go figure. Because, you know, the predominance of uh, the pot being used at present is in the 18 to 34 cohort and it will continue that way and there are a lot of stats boy we've just you know banged this one to death insofar as uh how many people uh are going to be taking up pot when we had this uh survey that came out earlier it's uh an interesting one exclusively for global news by ipsos 21 percent of canadians say they currently use cannabis 43 percent use it daily Another 29% say they partake once a week or more. And so, in the ongoing uh, cavalcade of topics dealing with pot uh, coming up to Wednesday's legalization, there's still another element we haven't addressed, and that's oral hygiene. But now we're going to do it. Joining me on the line is the president of the Ontario Dental Association, Dr. David Stevenson. Dr. Stevenson, good to have you on the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Good
0: afternoon, John. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to speak with you.
1: Well, I appreciate you coming on because uh, heretofore we've not addressed it from the perspective of the dentistry uh, industry or oral hygiene. Everybody's just kind of assuming legalities and, uh, you know, it's kind of uh, the intoxication and therein thereof. But tell me about oral hygiene and how will that be impacted by, uh, let's say, marijuana use if it's increasing or it's just continuing unabated? uh, What happens?
0: Well, with, uh, when you're talking about marijuana use, we'll first talk about smoking marijuana. And as you mentioned at the beginning of the show, yes, it, it probably will increase. And with the legalization, uh, dentists just want patients, they want their patients to be able to feel free to talk to them about it because it's important they get the right information. But smoking marijuana is very similar to smoking. Uh, in a sense, the consequences on your mouth uh, come a lot from the smoke itself. There are some consequences that come from the drug. But essentially, when you think about what smoking does to your mouth? It dries your mouth out. It can it can uh, make you re- more susceptible to infections from a dental perspective, uh, infections relating to gum disease, to tooth decay. Uh, you know, it can stain your teeth. It can uh, the, you know the effect on your lungs from smoking marijuana. Again, you're talking about smoking, so it's not just a matter of the marijuana itself. It's how it's consumed. So. Smoking can be very detrimental to your oral health, and there's even uh, the most severe cases where smoking, as we know, can increase uh, some oral cancers and and respiratory cancers as well. So you can't separate the smoke from the marijuana when you're smoking marijuana.
1: You know, it's interesting. A while back when I was at the dentist, uh, I remember there was somebody else who was in another uh, room, and he was being examined, and the preliminary stages showed he had oral cancers and uh, the hygienist said, I can't work on you. I'm sorry. Uh, we'll have to address this first. And I thought, boy, I didn't know that there were incidents of oral cancer that maybe, uh, happened that readily. What do you do in that case? Can you treat oral cancers or uh, what does that mean?
0: Oral cancers? There's a, there's a lot of different types and, and yes, you can, but the, the big important factor is to see, see your dentist and dental professional on a regular basis to try and catch them when they're, when they're early, and uh, try and, and minimize the consequences. Uh, and as I say, with uh, smoking marijuana, we can, we can possibly anticipate uh, an increase in the amount of smoking. So we can in, in, anticipate an increase in, in incidences of oral cancers if that does occur. But again, it is vital that you are monitored regularly by your dental health professional and a dentist can can help you with this and also help you understand other consequences of marijuana use uh, on oral health.
1: If I can just follow up though, how do you treat oral cancers?
0: You can treat oral cancers in many different ways. And again, it depends on what the type, what the cancer is. Uh, Treating oral cancers can be ranging all the way from from treating it locally with just a surgical treatment all the way up to, uh, you know, starting from biopsy all the way to radiation. Oral cancer is very serious. Very serious.
1: Yeah, okay, Uh, because I wasn't sure where it sort of uh, sits on the uh, various degrees of cancers, but uh, enough to say that if untreated, it could cost you your life?
0: Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely.
1: You also mentioned infections. The THC in marijuana uh, enters the bloodstream. How prevalent could infections be? Infections,
0: again, uh, we're still in the early stages of knowing a lot about this, Uh, the again, when we relate to smoking marijuana, uh, the, the smoke itself can weaken your the, the lining of your mouth, and so that makes it easier for bacteria or fungal infections to go into your mouth. But there's also some early evidence that the mar- marijuana itself can also suppress the immune system, which may make you uh, a little bit more susceptible to infections. So the combination of those two things can be quite significant. Again, with smoking marijuana, a a big impact is just the drying out of your mouth. Uh, uh, And and when your mouth dries out, you lose that saliva flow. uh, And that saliva flow is very helpful in helping you uh, prevent infections by helping clean your mouth and, and fight bacteria. So when you compromise these things, in other words, you're putting your mouth into a situation where it's not quite not quite as good as it used to be to fight these infections off, uh, it, can be, uh, it, can, it can be a definite weakness and make you susceptible to anything from gum disease, periodontal disease, tooth decay, fungal infections, the whole bit. But again, your dentist can help to monitor things like this and perhaps do some things that can minimize the impact of that. And we really we really just want patients to, as I say, they, they need to be comfortable speaking to their dentist about it. There's important information that they need to help preserve their health, and, and we want them to, to get the information from dentists, so that would be good.
1: Dr. Stevenson, are there degrees of toxicity? For example, uh, how does marijuana, say smoking a marijuana joint, relate to somebody who smokes cigars instead or unfiltered cigarettes?
0: I think, you know, again, it depends, uh, when, when you're smoking a marijuana joint, it, it, it can be unfiltered. The tar and aspects of the smoke itself, it can be, it can be very detrimental. There's a frequency involved, how often you do it, uh, to the extent that you do it. So it's, uh, you know, I, it's very difficult to, It's difficult to relate one smoke from the other. And on top of this, John, you know, the individuals that tend to smoke marijuana, they may be uh, utilizing other factors as well. Uh, They may also smoke cigarettes on a regular basis. Uh, They may smoke cigars, as you said. They could also consume alcohol. So there's multiple different factors for me to try and pin it out and say to try and rank one smoke over the other. Uh, I don't want to do that. I I think it's just fair to say that smoking anytime you smoke something it's not that it's not good for your oral health at all
1: again dr. David Stevenson is a president of the Ontario Dental Association we're just anticipating the legalization of marijuana and if in fact there's a spike in usage uh, there's also the matter of dental hygiene that comes into play you know you talked about staining earlier bacteria and uh, tell me if I'm wrong here but there's a risk that that could get into the bloodstream and this is why at least my hygienist is insisting I come in three times a year you know every four months for the cleaning so that you know you don't have that staining or anything like that uh, that could get into the bloodstream. Is that correct?
0: Yeah it is correct and, and uh, John everybody's an ind- like all patients are different. Uh, I, I, I wish uh, I wish all patients behaved like a textbook do but they don't and uh, you know everybody every patient comes with their own particular situation, their own uh, particular list of medications, their own particular history. And their own particular treatment needs and and it's it's not a, a straight cookie cover formula as to what is needed but as a general rule as I, your hygienist is absolutely correct you should you should be seen as frequently as you need to be seen to make sure that your your gums are healthy. Uh, uh, your mouth is healthy, as healthy as it can be, and proper oral hygiene. And you've mentioned that a couple of times already. And and as I say, uh, this all relates to 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 cannabis use, and and you know it even goes as far as getting into the other forms of taking cannabis, with the edibles and things such as that. Um, you know, you talk about. Uh, when, we, when we have edibles that could be coming along, and uh, uh, we're not really getting edibles in the sense of we're not getting cannabis-infused carrots, cannabis-infused celery sticks, or things like that. We're getting uh, cannabis-infused gummy bears and cannabis-infused brownies, and we all know that that comes with uh, sugar intake and sugar frequency intake. And, and so there's another impact on your oral health that I, I would not want to omit at all, and I think people need to know about that. Uh, and the sugar, the sugar, uh, can help significantly increase your chance of tooth decay. And again, we want we want patients to feel. Very comfortable, very confident in speaking with the with their dentists about their personal habits and their personal usage of uh, marijuana and what, however form they're going to be taking it in, because that's the best way we can help them monitor their situation and give them give them possible ideas of what they can do to minimize the impact of
1: its usage. Yeah. Well, uh, we got Halloween around the corner too, so obviously that's uh, another word to the wise: uh, keep away from the sweet treats that would rot your teeth out. Hey, you know, by the way, my Doc, uh, my dentist actually says I've got a little bit of recession on a back gum uh, and is talking about going there and doing some grafts, but it's going to be from a cadaver, and that really gives me the willies. Now, is there an alternative <laughs> to that? Could I use, like, no, I'm serious here because the cadaver thing's kind of spooks me. Uh, what alternative could I find?
0: There's, there, you know, Don, there's other alternatives out there, but there's, depending on your own, again, as I mentioned earlier, Every situation is different. Every patient is different. The best thing you need to do is talk to your dentist about what situation is best for yourself. And, and if you're concerned about the particular method that your dentist has recommended, don't hesitate to ask her or him why and, and what are the particular benefits of each different method.
1: There's well, she said I need graft. She said I need some yeah. graft there. But uh, the thing is, the cadaver, I'm not real keen on that. But uh, is, is it possible to get something from a pig, for example?
0: When you're talking, it's possible to get something from other things as well. But yes, but again, John... Ask, ask your dentist why and because uh, there's advantages to, and disadvantages to each of those different treatments and they really do go to you particular as an individual and your individual situation.
1: Yeah well, I've resisted now for a while because the cadaver thing <laughs> as I say I can't get my head wrapped around that putting part of a cadaver in my mouth. All right listen doctor I appreciate you joining us here and uh, it's a word to the wise you know make sure you've got good dental hygiene uh, whether it's Because of marijuana, smoking, or anything else, smoking in general, or just uh, bad dietary practices, it's always uh, important because a lot of your health actually starts inside your mouth. Good to talk to you. Appreciate your time very much this afternoon.
0: Oh, John, very much appreciate it, and thank you very much for this opportunity.
1: There you go. Dr. David Stevenson, who is the president of the Ontario Dental Association. You can understand that, can't you, Mike? I just don't want the slice of cadaver going into the back of my molars. How long have you been mulling this over? It's been a couple of years now. Well, that cadaver's probably
0: no good anymore. <laughs> no,
1: no, they're going to have to get me a fresh one, so to speak. It's almost an oxymoron, isn't it? Uh, but then somebody said, one of my hygienists actually said, there could be a substitute. You could use pig skin. And I thought it's like chewing on a football. But I'm okay with that because the pig, you know, can be a friendly animal. I'm okay. I can, I hate to say this. It's almost embarrassing to admit the cadaver thing just does not sit with me. Also, that pig is probably going to miss its gums. (laughs) No, I'm not taking it from its gums. I don't think. Anyway, it could be from the arse for all I know, but I'm still okay with it because, you know, I do eat pork on occasion, but a cadaver, I've never tasted such. Uh, So let's just leave that on the table.